Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy-ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry With the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I think the worst thing ever just happened to me. I literally just recorded this incredible, it's like a 37-minute podcast episode of I'm Sorry What, obviously. Um, And I was listening back to it and I realized that I don't know if my microphone was just off or not plugged in the right way, but it has all these like cut marks out of it. And like all the voice is really choppy. And obviously I'm not going to give you some like low quality shit here, but like, holy fuck, I have to re-record the whole episode. And listen, the jokes were good. Okay. So I'm just praying to God I can recreate such a masterpiece, but the content's so good today that I think I'll be able to do it. Fingers crossed. Okay, so here's what I started talking about today. <laughs> so I was talking a lot about, I've been in a lot of pain. That's that's where I started. So this is going to mean even more for you to know that I am barely holding my shit together and I am literally not doing one, but two recordings of the podcast. The other reason I actually have to kind of get my shit together and make sure my jokes are the same is because I don't have enough storage on my phone to re-record this. And I'm already too hot and I took off my like cute sweatshirt. So like, it's bad. It's bad. It's got to be good. It's bad. It's got to be good. So also I can't edit this because it's already 742. This is way past the time that I sit and relax and, you know, watch a show. And then, you know, now now this is my late night bumble swiping time, which we're going to talk a lot about dating today, which I can't believe I'm going to have to relive. Um, but I, I just like went back in a deep. So we'll talk about that more later. But anyways, I, I, I am in feeling like shit. So basically, I went to the doctor today and they threw out the possibility of gallstones, which I don't know what those are. Uh, I hear they suck. But my only question was, is it like kidney stones? Because in my opinion, kidney stones are literally the worst thing that could happen to someone. Like, I know you could die, but you have to pee out a rock. And I I just think I just think I couldn't do it. I have a pretty high pain tolerance, which I know sometimes it doesn't sound like that, especially since I talked about crying over getting like my head hit by, you know, a shower rod and stuff. But remember, I was emotionally fragile during that time. Also, it's important to note that like I am, you know, physically I have a high pain tolerance, but mentally and, you know, spiritually, no such thing. No such thing. I will cry over just about anything. Like, literally anything. I'm going to cry over it. So anyways, I only have in me, you know, this one, this one, um, one thing. And that, that is my pain tolerance, but it's not coming in handy right now because I'm fucking dying. I feel so sick and I don't love talking about this because I, I don't know. I think it's the trauma of my upbringing with, you know, I had a few people who didn't really want to hear about it. So I think I just, you know, I don't want to be labeled as an attention seeker. 
knowing damn well that I have a podcast where I just talk about myself and literally ask people every week to give me attention. But anyways, that's my own trauma. We'll deal with that later. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm going to go get an ultrasound, um, which I have a great joke that I will make in the uh, later part of this podcast about that. But yeah, so that's pretty much what's been going on in my world. It's it's it hurts. Um, I don't I don't like it. So hopefully the doctors will be able to tell me something on Thursday and I'll have an update for you all next week. Love a good health corner moment. Uh, I think that's also why. So my chronoversary was last week and, you know, last year I did a whole big podcast episode about it and I loved it. I love reflecting on like what's been going on in my world and you know, really taking a lot of pride in how far I've come. But I think the reason I just didn't bring myself to do that was because I don't feel any different at the moment. Like I'm in so much pain. It's like 2008 called and they want their trauma back. They want their fucking bullshit stomach pain back because I am like right back in that shit. And um, so, you know, I mean, looking back on it, I think, you know, what's such a big reflection for me as far as, you know, Crohn's this year and and having it and what lucky number 13 year gave me was obviously, you know, I I try not to talk about this, but I love it. I can't help it. Like my boyfriend and I pretty much broke up because of my Crohn's. Like that was the final straw. Like I had a colonoscopy. It was super important for me that you know, he be there and he chose not to be. Like he made a decision, he didn't pick me. And that was literally the most crushing thing in the world. Um, I don't know in comparison to this physical pain I'm in right now. Like, I still think the breakup might have been worse. Like, that shit hurts so bad. And it's it's about, you know, wanting so badly to have someone who, you know, it's going to make you feel not alone during this time. And, you know, I have a great support system. I got so lucky. You know, I have amazing friends and a good family and, you know, everyone really has my back and I appreciate that. And it just, there's a little bit something different about having like a romantic partner to kind of do the hard parts of life with. And, you know, I had the hard part of life and I had the romantic partner and I didn't get it. And now I will not be fucking settling for less. So maybe that's what should be in my Bumble profile, like looking for someone to take me to colonoscopies and also eat everything in sight once they're done. I, But I, you know, I, I would like to hold my poop jokes maybe till later in our relationship. But who knows? Who knows? So moving on from this, you know, and it's funny, I guess this is a weird transition because we were talking about, you know, friends, friends being there for me. And I remember, you know, when I got Crohn's, a lot of my girlfriends were not very supportive. I mean, obviously, I talk about my girl, Jenna. She is eliminated from this whole conversation. She was literally right by my side for the whole thing. And I will literally I will love her forever because I love her forever. But I will extra love her forever because, you know, she really got me through the worst time in my life. And, um, you know, I had guy friends at the time and it was kind of this weird thing of like, I don't know, like, I guess I'm just going to tell all my guy friends that I have a poop disease. And I did. And they were so wildly supportive. And I've seen not like, I don't know, it sounds like a weird statement, but they just made me feel so normal and comfortable and were like really supportive of me during that time. And so somehow on TikTok, I don't know if I ended uh, ended up on like, you know, hatred TikTok somehow. But I keep seeing these posts about how girls and guys are not supposed to be friends. And I literally do not understand this concept. Also, 
listen, now that I've been so deep in Bumble for like five days, like this is all I've been doing. I since I've been sick, I was like, listen, there's a potential I could die. I don't want to die alone. In order to not die alone, I have to date. I know it's so shitty. I'm going to get my ass back on Bumble. And so I got back on and I see some of these profiles and I'm like, you all would benefit so hard from having a girl best friend. A girl best friend would never, would never let you post a picture of you like blurry or, you know, with a crossed out everybody else in the picture. Listen, I get it. If you only have group shots, that is confusing. But if you have a photo of you and then a group shot, listen, it's not that hard to figure out who you are. You do not need to go in and cross everybody out. Because listen, here's my deal about that. Because I see shit all the time. I'm like, who are you crossing out? Is that your girlfriend? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? And a, a girl best friend would also never let let you post a picture of you two on your profile. It's like, don't if you're posting a picture with a girl that looks couple-y, I'm, I'm just going to assume that that's, you know, I don't know. We've been burned. We have been burned. Females have been burned way too many times for me not to assume that, you know, that's not your sister. And it's nice that you put that in your comments, but I don't fucking believe you. OK, don't cross her out. Just use a different photo. Also, also, a girl best friend would go do a fucking photo shoot for you for your pictures because I get it. It's hard. What where do men get pictures? Because I'm so freaking judgy. It's like, OK, if you got the shirtless gym picture, it's a no for me. If you've got, you know, a weirdly strange too close to your face selfie, it's a no for me. Like it, it, there's just all these flags I just can't I just can't deal with. And I get it like a car selfie. No, I just bleh, I can't. No, it's not happening for me. A girl best friend would help you through all this. Also, the idea that someone threw out there that's like, no guy wants to be your friend unless they're trying to sleep with you is so wild to me. Because trust me, as someone who grew up with five like best guy Mormon friends, none of them were trying to sleep with me. I would put my entire life savings on that fact right now. Like that was not happening in my world. Like I just I, I can't because clearly those people who have said that have never been the girl best friend because no guy is going to talk to you about wanting to have sex with your friend knowing that they want to have sex with you. I'm just saying, I mean, listen, I'm not a dude, so maybe I'm wrong, but what a weird fucking strategy. If you are trying to have um, sex with me, please do not talk to me about my best friend. You know what? It just doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. I apologize, dad. Usually when I get into this subject, you're not around, but I'm just saying, <laughs> this is not the point. The point is, is that I think that all men should have a girl best friend. And I stand by that. And listen, I'm not saying I'm not going to be so intimidating. The amount of times I've asked guys like at the bars if they have sisters, <laughs> because I know that shit's going to be scary. I'm like, do you have a sister? Like, what's the deal? Do you have a sister? I'm sure you're going to treat me better. But also I'm terrified because I it's scary. It's scary. We are territorial people. It's and I'm not trying to be like sexist. I'm just, you know, I'm generalizing. And I guess that makes me a bitch, too. But I swear I'm a feminist. I'll tell you about my sweatshirt in a minute. Um, but it just it's it's intimidating. And I get that. But I would so much rather date somebody who has like enough respect for women to be able to be friends with one, you know, than than anything else. Um, also, I wanted to talk about my sweatshirt I was wearing. OK, so my sweatshirt says uh, pumpkin spice and reproductive rights. 
It is the moment of the season for me. Like, I'm all about fall and I'm all about you leaving my parts alone. Like, don't tell me what to do ever. I absolutely hate that. It drives me nuts. And this really, really cute TikToker, his name's like Adam the Lawyer or something. Listen, I don't support the name Daddy. I It makes me uncomfortable. I it, That's just like, that's a father. Like, it's weird to me. But I'm going to tell you, I took one look at this guy's TikTok and I was like, OK, I get it. I get it. I get I'm not going to say it, but I get it. OK, so anyways, he posted about this sweatshirt. So obviously I went and bought one. My coworker sent me the video. I saw it myself. I was like, this is a sign. It's my new favorite sweatshirt. And I just like need to make the statement that this is the movement. Pumpkin spice. Reproductive rights. Don't touch my rights. Okay. Anyways, it just makes me so mad. I should have every right to do what I want with my body. If I don't want a kid, I shouldn't have to have one. That's just facts on facts on facts. You may have your other opinion. I don't give a fuck. Listen, I am a very, I feel like I'm a pretty open person. You know, I have friends of all sorts of political backgrounds and I, you know, we have some, sometimes we have open conversations. Sometimes we just agree to not talk about it. This is one of those things I think we should agree not to not talk about. I don't really know anybody personally that isn't on the same page as me, but if you aren't, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like just whatever. So um, anyways, pumpkin spice reproductive rights. And now let's talk about dating profiles. So I'm not to like the full creepy dating part yet. So, you know, a family can still stick around. Uh, I think this part is funny. So I think it's worth you a listen. But so obviously, as I mentioned, I started on Bumble, which has been an interesting decision for me. So I think I think I'm making the right call now. I do think that, you know, I mentioned that I was taking a step back from it a while ago, and that's because I really felt like I was kind of using it for the wrong reasons. Like, I feel like I was just looking for validation, and that's that's not what it's for. I understand it's a perk. Like, having a guy just tell you that they love you all the time is really nice, and I can't wait. But I needed to be in a place where, like, that wasn't all I was looking for. And then, you know, I was starting to go too deep where I was like, well, I want to be fully healed. I want to be fully healed by the time I like, you know, get a new partner, which I don't think that's really true either. Like, I think that we're never done healing. And so what's the point? OK, listen, we all know I'm going to quote Miley Cyrus all day, every day. It's the climb, right? So are you going to spend your whole life to get to the top of the mountain, hoping that once you get to the top, then you're going to find somebody or wouldn't you rather like have someone to climb the mountain with? Like, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't take time to work on you. Obviously, that's what I just did. But it doesn't mean that you have to be this quote unquote, like perfect person in order to get back out there and date. I mean, obviously, we all know I, I really started doing it because I didn't want to die alone. But I'm just saying that, like, I think it was the right move. And I think that it's not all about my ex. It's not about like, you know, in the beginning, I was like, I just want to have like a boyfriend by the time it hits our anniversary. So I don't have to like think about him. Right. Which obviously won't happen because our our five year anniversary would have been this Friday. I'm sure I'll cry a lot about it, but it's fine. I, I don't have time to cry about him because I have like stones in my gallbladder. But whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I just, you know, I decided that it, it's the right move for me to you know, try again. So here I am trying again. And so then I had to make a, a profile again, which to me is so hard. I know I mentioned like I'm a bars girl. And this is just why I just I overthink so much that if I'm given the opportunity, I'm going to overthink it. That's what I hate about having to like do the podcast twice, because I'm like, once I say it out loud, it's said. 
you know? And I'm like, ha, I can't go back. I mean, I can obviously edit it out and sometimes I do, but I just mean like the joke's out there. And when I meet somebody in person, it's just like, okay, like I, there's no other option but for me to be me and I cannot edit what I say. Trust me, sometimes I wish I could, but I can't. So we're in it. So um, my profile right now, this is as um, suggested by my girl, Erin. It says, I'm looking for someone to drink the lime white claws and pet dogs with me. So, you know, I love it. 10 out of 10, which, by the way, OK, we'll get back to this. But side note, I wrote this down because I was taking notes on like what to talk about on the podcast while I was on Bumble. And one of these things was like, OK, so there's a lot of things that I have a hard time like swiping on. There is a basic man. That's what I learned. There is a basic dating man. He's got a few qualities. He loves to work out. He loves the outdoors and he loves sports. And I'm just like, okay, one of those things is true for me. But like, are you looking for someone who also loves all those things? Are you okay that like you go for a hike, you know, and I'll go for like the first smile with you. And then I wait in the car and watch TikToks while you finish it up. And then we get ice cream later. Like, is that is that possible? Or do I also have to want to hike a lot? Because like, No. And, you know, a lot of people talk about their biggest fear being with somebody who, you know, their family gets up and does marathons, which like same. But also it's people who like camp like camping's fun every once in a while. But like if camping is your main form of vacationing. No, thank you. So anyways, um, I don't even I legit do not remember where I was going with this at all. Oh, Oh, the dog. Okay, so if you have a dog, though. Like, I'm probably going to swipe on you. Like, I'm a sucker, right? Except for I ran into something I wasn't anticipating. So I saw a man who was, like, my kind of hot, like, medium hot, you know? <laughs> like, too. if you're too hot, I'm not swiping on you. Like, that's that's too much for me to work with. I'm not into it. I don't want to be rejected. So if you're, like, medium hot, like, I'm into it. And so I, swipe, I saw this guy. He was my type. He was super cute. His profile was awesome. His dog was ugly. I know that's controversial. I know that as a dog lover, I'm not supposed to be like, dogs are ugly. But I feel like self-awareness is important. And this was the ugliest fucking dog I've ever seen in my life. And I had to swipe no on him. Right? Because, listen, my profile states that I like to pet dogs. And then, so what am I going to do? Go in and be like, oh, sorry, I'm allergic. Like, obviously, and the dog's going to sit on me. Like, what if the dog sits on me? And I'm like, ew, your dog looks like a naked mole rat and not in the cute Rufus way from Kim Possible. Like, it is, this was such an ugly fucking dog. And so I had to swipe no. And it was tough. So I don't know if I should add in my profile, like, petting cute dogs. So, like, you know. Um, But anyways, so in the question of the week this week... (laughs) Let's circle it back. I was asking about dating profiles and basically what everyone thinks mine should be. Um, So one of my favorites was Torrance's opening cheer from Bring It On. Like, I'm popular to boo. She said it screamed, Ashley, and I really appreciated that. And listen, if I put a Bring It On quote and someone matched with me and said, like, I know you didn't think a white girl wrote that, I would marry them immediately. Like, immediately, all bets are off. And I thought about kind of going into the whole, like, oh, I'm looking for the Luke to my Lorelai or the Jess to my, or or the Nick to my Jess or whatever. But then I was like, I don't want to be, like, pigeonholed into 
you know, a show that they don't know. Um, nothing related to work, a bunch of personal interests and something that you like to do. This is a battle for me because I never know whether to put the TikTok or the TikTok, the podcast on my profile. It's on it right now, but I feel like I talk so much shit about everyone that like they might not want to talk to me, um, knowing that they'll probably end up on the podcast. But the other thing for me is like, you're welcome for the, the five minutes of fame you're getting on. I'm sorry. What? Uh, but also for me, it's so important. Like I learned from my ex, like I said, this is all we're learning together. That's why we have trash men X and how important it's going to be for me to have someone who actually will listen to the podcast. Like I get it. That's a lot of hearing my voice. But if this is my dream, then he should be supportive no matter what. Like I'm not I don't care if you don't want to hear me talk shit about you on my podcast. Like, get the fuck over it. I'm going to talk shit about you to your face. Like, you're, it's nothing you haven't heard, but at least give me the full listen download. Like, you know how important those are. And I just feel like if you really loved me, you would do it. So I'm into it. Um, funny pros and cons list about yourself. Uh, I love this. Also, though, I feel like a lot of my life is a pro and con. Like, I think a lot of my fun facts about myself are pros and cons about me. Okay. So, cause it's like, listen, I'm super social pro. Like I'm going to be friends with all your friends. You don't have to worry about me. You can bring me to a party and probably leave me in a corner and I'll be fine. But that's also a con cause I talk a lot and you're going to have to get used to that. Um, uh, also like, you know, I think that the best thing about me is that I am so fun, which means yes, you will never be bored pro. But con, you will also never be bored and I will start fights for no reason. Uh, also, like, listen, I'm a weddings person. So pro, you're always going to have a wedding date. But con, you are always going to have a wedding date. Like this is a nonstop ordeal for me, you know, so I feel like my pros and cons list could just be facts, you know. Um, <laughs> unpopular opinions is fun. Maybe I should throw in like I think that girls and boys should be friends, Um Maybe um, two truths and a lie. Keep it fun. I do love true two truths and a lie. Also, because I think that um, I use the same like truth all the time, which is that I was in a Hot Pocket commercial. And, you know, it's up for debate because some people say it's not a commercial because it was only on YouTube, but I stand by it. So way back in the day, Jasmine and I, my one of my girlfriends, we went to see Miley Cyrus on Jimmy Kimmel. And you have to wait in this like super long line. So we were kind of taking breaks to go get food. And when we were walking, someone stopped us and was like, hey, do you want to be in a sandwich commercial or a Hot Pocket commercial? And I was like, obviously. And if you watch Food Network, the Sandwich King was there, which like, you know, besties. He told me I was hilarious. And I feel like that's given me the validation of like 100 A pluses, you know, because I've never gotten 100 A pluses. And that is what I need. So Sandwich King, if you're out there, I love you still. Uh, so anyways, I always use that one. And I feel like it's it's really good. Um, say you're into football and Jesus. Listen, I know that worked for you because you told me it did. But I just I just don't think I should lie. You know, I just um <laughs> I don't think that's the way to go in this scenario. So uh, thank you. But um, I'll pass. If you are into Jesus and football, then then that that's probably for you. Um, <laughs> friends, this is a pretty big moment. This is baby's first commercial break on I'm Sorry What. You guys, we're all so proud. Claps, claps. Let's get into it. Listen, if you have talked to me over the past year, then you know there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021, and that is my Keith Justo Bread Club subscription. You guys, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly 
two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different. And it's always something super fun. And my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, only one of us is playing for the dough here. I'm bringing in the dough. I'm ordering the dough. Don't touch my bread club. It's come in handy so many times because I'm the kind of girl who's never going to show up to a party empty handed. And I always bring a bottle of wine. But now I'm like upgraded because I'll just slice up my baguette, bring some salami and cheese and bam. It's like, hi, I brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever going to have in your life. You're welcome. You will not be disappointed in this bride club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K. And you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. Okay, so I am moving in to the part of the podcast where I talk about my ratchet ass dating life. So mom, dad, sis, feel free to exit stage left because we are getting into it. And I, I almost added this story to the end of the podcast because this happened after I recorded last week. But you know what? I saved the story so it could maul and fester into this beautiful story I'm going to tell you today. And that is about my trip to CVS on Monday. So, you know, I made this joke last week and, you know, it stands that obviously in 2020 when you're 2021, when you're, um, you know, single, there are going to be times where you go to a CVS to get um, two very key items, a rapid COVID test and a plan B. So I went to CVS to get those two items. And um, of course, there was a full family getting a uh, getting their passport photos done. We're talking like mom, mom, husband, two kids, like family, family. And so, you know, I, I walk in, they're still doing it. It's taking a while. And the, and the woman's like behind the counter. She says, hey, can you use self-checkout? And I said, no. So then like another woman walks up behind me and, you know, they're like, hey, can you self-checkout? And she's like, no, she's buying alcohol at CVS. So I kind of feel like we're on the same like trash level, you know, so I'm like, OK, whatever. And then this really really long line forms like we're talking at least seven people deep and the woman's like are you sure you can't you know use self-checkout and I'm like no I need something from behind the counter you know thinking it's gonna stop there a little bit later she asked me what what do you need behind the counter so then I proceed to tell this wonderful family the lady with the CVS tequila behind me and an entire line of a mixture of you know families and and old men that I need a plan b and uh you know, I don't know why she asked me what I needed from behind the counter. I feel like that's some sort of HIPAA violation, but whatever. And she was like, oh, and I'm like, yes, thank you for making me announce that to the entire store. I love my life as well. So then I still I'm in this line for like an hour, by the way. And so then this other guy comes in and she and she says, hey, can you self checkout? She's asking everyone who comes in. And he's like, no, I need like I need a rapid COVID test. Do you have them? And she goes, I only have one. And when I tell you that I yelled like I'm not even being dramatic I yelled no that's mine what I was like oh my god sir I am so sorry I was like listen I know this means nothing to you I'm an Enneagram too we are helpers I would absolutely on every circumstance have not said anything I do not know what's been coming over me I have been standing in this line for 45 minutes I need that COVID test it's it's mine I'm sorry and he was just like stunned, obviously, because I screamed at this man. And, you know, so moral of the story is I got I got my COVID test and my plan B. So happy to be COVID free and baby free. And <laughs> so I'm just traumatized, by the way. OK, speaking of fucking pumpkin spice and reproductive rights, how, do you know how much a plan B is these days? It is 50 fucking dollars. 
That is so much money. My total was $80 for that and a freaking $30 COVID test. Like I wanted to die in that moment. I mean, for so many reasons, but that as well. Um, Okay. Now let's talk about Bumble because I'm on it. I'm deep. And have you ever been messaging someone and you just immediately feel like they're going to be bad at sex? You know what I mean? Like I... Listen, and I'm not sitting here as an expert. Like, I know I'm an 80% starfish and like I have to really like you to get in the groove. But um, <laughs> exposing myself 101, maybe this is the reason I shouldn't have guys listen to the podcast. But whatever. Better you know now. And uh, I, I just I was talking to this guy and I was like, you know what? I just feel like I just feel that this is just going to be so vanilla. And I, listen, I, I continue to, there's only like two guys who've actually responded to me on Bumble and I'm like putting in the fucking work. Like I'm doing my swiping, I'm messaging back. It's very stressful, especially because I, l- l- listen, TMI, but whatever. Like I've been pooping a lot, obviously, because I'm so sick and, you know, I don't have a lot of, t- I cannot shit and swipe. Uh, there is no way I'm, ha- I'm doing that. Like, I, I get it. Maybe people can. It's it's a disconnect. I need those two parts of my life to be very separate. So I'm not a shitting and a swiper. And so, you know, I only have the times between where I'm not like working or on the phone or driving or pooping. So it's like my window's small, but I've been putting in a lot of work. So there's only like two guys messaging me and I'm going to talk shit about both of them. What, you know, I'm just saying that like, and, and listen, I could end up with either one of these guys, which is why I'm, you know, maybe they're the same guy and I'm just trying to be like, you know, elusive. I don't know. But anyway, so um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. We're not talking about sex at all, but something about the conversation makes me feel like it's not going anywhere. Anywhere good. Also, okay, so this other guy I'm talking to, I feel like I have the worst red flag. Like he literally just has like two letters as his first name. And I was like, uh, no, immediately no. But like, I don't, I, I'm still talking. To, he's the only, like, he's one of the only people fucking talking to me back. Like, I don't know who I think I am that I just get to be like, no, like, I, like we need to put the standards at a medium level. But for me, it's just like, I, I am really good at holding a conversation, but you got to give me like a little something back. And it's these dudes that have sports in their profile and all we're talking about is sports. And it's like, I get it. Like, I love sports, but you're not even giving me anything like that interesting to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pushing it. And then I tried. I talked about this on my TikTok. I hate when you say something flirty and then they just hit you back with something logical. Like I was talking, he said he doesn't, you know, he was listing his sports out and I was like, oh my gosh, you missed hockey. He's like, I'm not really a hockey guy. And I was like, oh, but you know, I can, I was like, but I love hockey and I can be very persuasive. And he's just like, yeah, it's not really my thing. Like, what the fuck? Also, also, I talked about this on my Snapchat um, with my gals because I was talking about like breweries in Livermore. By the way, if this guy ever listened to it, he's going to be like, of course, this is, of course, he, I'm, she's talking about me because I literally like basically just said his name and this is our whole conversation. But listen, if you take anything from this, one, if we're dating, then you must have blown my fucking mind at some point. And second, if you're not, refer to the beginning of the podcast where you need a girl best friend and she'll help you with this shit. Okay, because I said we were talking about breweries like this is I was like, am I getting friend zone? We're talking about sports and beer. I mean, I love sports and beer, but I was just like, what am I what, what's happening? So anyways, I was like, oh, have you checked out the two new breweries in Livermore? I've been dying to check them out. And he was like, no, I'll have to do that. Was that was that not the oh, yeah. Like, hey, you know, we should do that. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't been either. We should definitely go. Like, what are you doing this week? Like the date, the doors to the date were open. Like I pushed them open. You just had to walk through 
and you just stood there. You stood there like an idiot and I will never understand it. Like the, the doors were fucking open. They're open. They're open. Um, okay. So also I have to give you a little bit of an update from Australia from last weekend. You guys, here's the deal. We've been texting. It was fun. And I just had to break it to him. In all honesty, I said to him, um, you know, one of these nights when he texted me, I was like, listen, I have to be honest with you. I know you're not looking for a girlfriend. I, you told me that straight up, which I appreciated. You laid out your intentions and it was nice. See, I can't do that, though, because I will fall in love with you. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm I did, I'm a relationship gal. I'm trying not to, but I get attached. I fall in love. I'll fall in love with a rock if it looks at me the right way. I have fallen in love with the rock because of my sex dreams. But I'm just saying I just, you know, I ha- I can't. I can't. So I had to break it off. I had to break it off. And he was like, well, thank you for your honesty. Um, He's like, you know, I love talking to you. He said he didn't say in this words, but he said I can keep him in my spank bank as a booty call. That's the way I took it. But, you know, I won't I won't tell you what what he really said, but it was along those lines. And anyways, I just you know, I feel really proud of myself. Listen, are we still talking a little bit? Yes, but I feel I feel like I just made a new friend. You know what I mean? Like, I think I accidentally friend zoned him because I didn't want to love him. But now I kind of feel like I have a new guy best friend and I'm like thrilled about the situation. So uh, anyways, I just think it's important to be true to yourself because I really want I was like, oh, my gosh, when I'd stand like I love that. Like, that's so fun. Like, ne- like I said, never had a like never had a speed dial booty call. Like how fun for me. No, I can't. I will love you. I will love you. I ju- I wish I wasn't the way I was, but I am. I have to be honest. I have to be honest. Okay, so um, wow, still getting you know past the thirty limit mark here. Sorry, <laughs> I am starting to die out as you can hear. The pain is getting to me, but I want to get to my I'm sorry what moment of the week because I believe that it's worthy because it's an- it's annoying the shit out of me. So I keep seeing people talk about like basically talking down on people who met on dating apps. And I guess like it's always bothered me. And I hope I never like said something like this because listen, in my opinion, I would have my story of meeting my ex is not that much better. Like, oh, yeah, I was blacked out at a bar and didn't remember his fucking name in the morning. Classy. You know, what's helpful having their name on your phone because you swiped on them and now you know like that is so helpful so like no I don't think I'm better than anybody because I fucking met some some guy at a bar and convinced him to love me like relax you know what I mean but I've seen so much fucking shade I'm like I'm sorry what it's 2021 this is so convenient I and I know I'm a bar girl so obviously I prefer that but the fact that like obviously we're also in COVID and you know we can't really go you know, bar hopping around all the time, not without me buying like 17 COVID tests. The fact that I can like swipe on my phone and, you know, see what's up and, you know, it's not like what what makes it better that you guys met at a Togo's? You know what? I Like what makes your story so much better? I'm not buying it. Or people who feel like they feel so pressured that they have to lie. Like I've seen guys profiles that are like, we'll lie about where we met. Bitch, no, we will. I'm going to tell the fucking story about how I swiped on you and how I thought your name was shit. And I thought your conversation was boring as fuck in the beginning. And then I fell in love with you. You know what I mean? Like we're telling the story just because you met on an app does not mean the story's not good. Let me take you through storytelling 101. Tell me where you were when you made the swipe. 
tell me that. I want to know. I'm dying to know. Are you a shitting and swiper? Were you pooping when you swiped on your mans? That's the kind of shit I want to know about for sure. Like this isn't to shit on people who met their their partners other ways. Like that's fabulous. I love a good dating story, but do not feel like your dating story is insignificant because you met on an app. In this time of me being on the apps, I have learned that it's not necessarily easy. I know some girls are like, I've seen girls on TikTok that are like, I got my whole week's meals paid for thanks to Bumble. And I'm like, I would literally die a thousand deaths to be you. Like not like a thousand, that's a lot, but I would I would die some deaths to be you and and just have people want to date me. That's not what's happening, but I'm not going to get discouraged and whatever, I'm enjoying it. So I just want people to know that you are not better than anybody if you met anywhere else and that you should not be ashamed of meeting on a dating app. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? You guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening so much. I'm so glad that we've made it through. Please, I know I talked a lot about my health. Please don't worry about me. That's not the purpose of me like sharing my shit. I just want, you know, I think it's important to share health struggles too. Because I know like there's this girl named Deanna. I follow her on TikTok and I'm fucking obsessed with her. And she mentioned that she had Crohn's disease and it was like, oh my God. Like I just felt so like seen because she has a very similar spunky personality to me. And I really, I just, I love her. I love her content. And it was like, oh my gosh, like someone I can relate to. I mean, we're never going to talk and whatever. I, I wish she'd be my friend, but it's fine. Um, I'll, Maybe I'll shoot my shot one of these days. Bestie shots. But you know, it, it just felt so cool to kind of know like that there was someone else out there. So, um, you know, that that that's really the reason I don't I don't need anyone to be worried about me. I'm going to be just fine. I made it through literally 60 minutes of recording the same podcast. I can do anything, anything. OK, I love you all so, so freaking much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You are making my actual dreams come true. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe and download so I can do this for the rest of my life and keep entertaining you with my amazing stories, right? I mean, it's fine. Swipe right. Is it right or left? I don't remember. Anyways, okay, bye.